Hello, everyone. Welcome to Hanging Out with Howie. And as always, I have my number one wing, wingman, Brian S. Red here, and my cohort in shenanigans and crime, Jay Brennan. How are you? My road dog, John Carley from Boston, Mass. We have Bill Marsh from lovely Maryland and who's, Carlisle who's no Entertainment. Everyone gets these beautiful introductions, and Bill gets, and we got Bill. Yeah. Well, that's like, no, no. I lovely went, Maryland. I, said, I, I, I even said Maryland, and I named his company. Can't yeah. beat that. But he's he got nothing good to you. He's got to be like your, 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 your man in Maryland or something. Yeah. Well, well actually, he, he is a guy my, with crabs. He is, he is my <laughs> soothsayer of all things legal music. There you go. He really is. And the guy he with crabs. Really. <laughs> and the guy with crabs, yes. Anyway, before we start, I want to give a quick shout out to two people. First, DJ Mikey Mike, who is in the room with us right now. He has been an avid follower and sharer of everything that we do and a yep. big supporter of ours. So thank you so much for being here, Mikey Mike. Uh, he is from... He is from uh, uh, Wolfsboro, Pennsylvania. So thank you so much for being here, Mikey Mike. And our second shout out, I want to give out to Alex the Bubble, who had a great topic for the show tonight, but he had an operation and nothing serious. Um, he will be back uh, with us next week, but uh, Alex, letting you know that we're thinking of you and uh, wishing you the best. So we have two topics tonight. I was going to uh, start out with, and I do want to go with Bill's um, right after that, because okay. I think this one will be a quick one. I just, I noticed lately, well, actually I've noticed it for quite a while, but the last show, you know, there were over 20 people in there and there were like nine thumbs up. And I'm wondering, like, what's up with that? Um, I see this on Brian's videos, thousands of views and 30 likes. And I'm, I'm just wondering, does anybody have any insight to the psychology of that? Why, why wouldn't you? You're getting free information. And more often times than not, it's gold nuggets, you know, like, what what do you think holds people back from just at least giving a thumbs up? I think it's a simple oversight. I mean, you know, when you watch TV, you don't have to do anything with the mm. program. You just watch it. I, I watch videos all the time and that I like, and I don't think to like them. And then in a lot of videos, people will say, "Hey, don't forget to like." I'm like, "Gosh, oh, I better like that video." You, you know. Yeah. So it's a simple oversight. I don't think it's malice or or. Oh or no, disrespect. I don't think so either. I, I think it's just a simple oversight and. It's mm. just the way that platform works, you know. It, I think it's mm -hmm. a disconnect. It's, you it's think? where the platform works. It's, well, it's, yeah, I agree like with Brian. I think, doing it. you know, I'm on TikTok a lot, and I'll go to my page, and I mean, mm -hmm. I have hundreds and hundreds of likes that I've put out. Because with TikTok, as with Instagram, and especially, you know, obviously on your phone, you just tap the screen, and you've now liked it. With YouTube, you've got to go out of your way to like it. You can't mm -hmm. just, if YouTube, at least on the mobile app, 
could make it that if you double tap the screen, you like it. I think you would see those oh. numbers back exponentially. But with you, you know, and I said this to somebody today about the difference between YouTube and TikTok. Granted, I can watch hour long, two hour, 10 hour videos on YouTube. But with TikTok, you're constantly swiping. Oh, that's cool. Double tap. There's a bigger sense. Same with Instagram. There's a bigger sense of liking than YouTube because I'm looking at Brian's video, DJ versus DJ, the other night. He's got 3,600 views. It's a great video, but he only has 205 likes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But if you go by percentages, he has 70 comments. So if you look at it bare bones, not even the 70 commenters, they may have all liked it, which gives mm -hmm. you 130. I mean, you're talking about less than 2% of everyone that watched it. And something I know else, liked yeah, it. Well, well, something else to consider is, I mean, you know, empathy is very important. Where's the other person coming from? They may be coming from their television set, sitting in their living room. And maybe it's not an easy thing to like the video from your television set. Or alternately, maybe they're watching on their phone yeah. or listening to it while they're driving or who knows what. And it's not a convenient thing to do. When you're mm -hmm. on a computer, you're more likely to do things like that. But when you are watching on another platform, who knows? But yeah, I, I mean... No, that's a very, very a interesting observation. observation. Yeah. I did. I just learned something because I use the laptop and it's easy to go click like. But right. I didn't know that on a phone you had to double tap. Maybe people don't know that. Well, maybe not. But I mean, like I say, I mean, I have several people who will say, yeah, well, quite a few people. actually. My wife and I will watch you sometimes in the living room on, on our TV. I never even thought about doing that. I always assume everybody sits on their computer and dedicates time to it. But I guess mm -hmm. not. if you got YouTube on your TV, you might as well use that. A bigger sure. screen. Yeah, and, sure. You know, there's another argument for making sure you look good because you're not on a small screen anymore. You're blown up on a 65 inch TV and they can see every pimple you've ever had your whole life. So be careful about that. <laughs> <laughs> Makes you a little paranoid. Very true. But, yeah, it, you, you don't know how people are consuming or or viewing your content you're exactly right brian because a lot of times when you're watching them on a mobile device you get into the video and you see there's 100 comments you start digging into the comments and when the comment screen to view them comes up it blocks the like and and that whole panel yeah so a lot of times i find the videos ended uh... i have to go back and go oh crap i forgot to like that one um so just the structurally the way that youtube is constructed for mobile um, you know, if, if it's something that you want to want to read along with the comments as you're watching the video, you have to mm -hmm. be mindful of, of shutting that section of the screen down and then the like right. button comes back and then you can no, hit it. No and a lot of them say it at the top of the videos too to make it top of mind. Please like and subscribe before. I think that's key. I, I think that's key if you if you want to hustle the likes, which is what I call it. Uh, yeah. It is what it is. I mean, they're parodying it all the time. I just watched this uh, korean zombie series on netflix we're all dead or something like that i forget all of us are dead or something like that it's called but there's you a, your zombies another happy oh show for brian there's a blogger <laughs> there's a blogger who's going into the zombie zone to 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 you know on tiktok or whatever it's a live video and the whole time he's like oh my gosh look at all the zombies don't forget to like and subscribe and oh my gosh oh don't forget to visit my patreon oh look at these zombie killings yeah People hustle it, but you know that that that's a little. I don't know in your face. I, I see people doing things like that though. 
But mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. To simply yeah. say at the beginning of your video, hey, if you would mind hitting the like button, that'd be cool. I think yeah. you get more. If you say at the end of the video, a lot of people didn't make it towards the end. Or once you start signing off and you say things like, well, that's it. They might turn off the screen. They don't care about your exit thing you say. Right. So mm-hmm. if you see at the beginning of the video, people are, oh, yeah, might as well click like. Now I like this person or whatever. Well, and, and I think analytics come into play. I was talking to someone about YouTube the other day, and I looked up my page analytics. My average watch time over my entire and my top 10 videos are all in excess of three minutes. Like my 280,000, 200,000, 150,000, they're all over three minutes long. Some of them are as mm-hmm. long as eight minutes. Wow. But my, my average watch time per user on my channel is a minute 31. Do you know why? Wow. No. Because all your videos are DJ tips under a minute. That's part of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they can't watch pretty long. So I'm actually like, wow, they went. That was a good burn. That was a good burn. No, it's true. That, that's <laughs> true. That's his yeah. thing. Now, yeah. YouTube as a platform will reward you well, for I'm, longer videos. No, but, yes. And that's where I you have to extend the content. Yeah. I think it's a funny thing. And, and, you know, the new thing with some of the big hitters on YouTube that I watch is they start the video with like, hey, everyone, it's Jay. I'm really excited today. I'm in my office. I've got this cool light on. By the way, I want to talk about today's sponsor. And then they spend two minutes. So that forces me to scroll forward. You write me too. <laughs> Always. Like, oh, you know. And But what's funny is I tend to like videos faster when they go, hey, I've got the video broken up into chapters. So if all you care about is how to actually do this, you can go to five minutes and 12 seconds on the time mark. But in the beginning, mm-hmm. I'm going to explain the background. But if you already know that, feel free to jump ahead to five minutes. And I'm like, mm-hmm. and when you look at it down the road, you're like, according to YouTube analytics, I've already watched the first five minutes because I jumped because right. I started at zero. So it's ah. a move. But they, like Brian said, they'll, they might say in the middle of it, hey, if you got a second, if you wouldn't mind hitting the like button, subscribe and smash that bell so you know when notifications are coming up and I have new videos. So back to the video. Yeah. It's anybody, like, anytime anybody oh, asks you to that. smash something, I typically unsubscribe to their channel. I don't know what it is, but uh, it's because it's what the young I don't kids like do. It. I don't know how to smash for you. I don't like well, it. Hey, it just, uh, it I want to sounds... thank you, Jay, for that. So now, like when I watch Brian's videos, I could skip to like the last thirty seconds, and I don't have to really. And you can watch hear him it, say but... "practice and enjoy" and yeah. move on. Yeah. Basically, yeah. Uh, I, I, I'm sure Brian appreciates that now too. So that's good. Well, my son asked me why I don't have premium. And I'm like, because it blocks all the ads. He's like, yeah, but that's the whole point. I'm like, yeah, but I'm making a little bit of money off the ads. I really don't want to block what I'm making money from. Right. I, right. The ads are interesting, I, I think. And, and I think uh, so too sometimes. And there have been times okay. I've watched the ads and been like, oh, I actually do care about what this is. And I'll watch a four minute ad on a one minute video and be like, Wow, that was captivating. Then I watched the video. I'm like, this sucked. This sucks. Yeah. There was one about selling your car um, on, on recently. And it was showing like, you know, the car's parked under this bridge. And then it shows the bridge is crumbling and falling apart. And then it shows spaceships or something. The car is still sitting there. And it says, it shouldn't take you this long to sell your car. I'm like, that was clever. And I couldn't back it up. And I was disappointed. That's the part I don't like about the uh, ad. ad, You know, you have to click on the ad space, the bar down the bottom left or the top left, and be like, "Okay, let me go to their video, and then I'll come back to it on watch later." Right? I thought it was a clever ad. You got to manipulate everything. 
Now, maybe I'm weird, but yeah. No, no, I'm with you. Some of them are great. There's some guitar ones yeah. that are like four or five minutes long, and the guy's doing an acoustic version of something. I'm like, oh, this is, oh, click. I need to hear this. <laughs> right. I think they should yeah. do more bands that way. Do more mm-hmm. bands where like, and sometimes they'll play a song. You're like, oh, whoa, okay, I do like this. Mm-hmm. That time goes by where Skip Ad comes up, and you're like, no, 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 let me check a little more out. You know, they're getting what they want. They're getting the watch time, so they win. But yeah, I don't I don't think you can really solve that, Howie. I think it's just nature of the beast. Yeah, I just divine. was wondering, you know, what your thoughts oh, were question. on this. So why don't we uh why don't we move on to Bill's suggestion, which I think is a great suggestion. You had an acronym for it as well, Bill. Share it with us. Well, it's it's FOMO or FOBO or there's a few other acronyms, but fear of better options or fear of, you know, better prices, even. Um, it's something that for me has Bob, been. Huh? Is that Fob? Just rolls out the tongue, don't it? <laughs> yeah, it <laughs> when you said FOMO, I'm like, fear missing out. I hate that. It's like two in the morning. I should go to bed. Yeah. This Netflix show about Wisconsin hicks that are killing each other. I can't miss this. Stop it. I got that problem. <laughs> yep. Always have my whole life. But it's, yeah. it's, you know, it's, it's always been tough for me making purchasing decisions, especially when it comes to, you know, purchases that of, of high value, but that need to work for me for a long time, you know, and, mm-hmm. and I don't like buying things, um, you know, spur of the moment as much as possible. It, 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 it's what makes DJ Expo very agonizing for me sometimes as a shopping spree. You're kidding. You mean like with <laughs> headphones? Yeah. <laughs> you know, exactly. Or, or Pri- even DJ private controllers. joke. Three days, Bill and I talked about headphones at DJ Expo and him. Get, did you end up buying a pair? Yeah, actually, I have two pair. Oh, good. Um, okay. I have hey. I have a pair of the uh, H7s that I got because of Expo. Um, and I have a pair of H5s that I got well after Expo, but because of Expo. Um, and that's because, as I showed you all the other day, I, my pair of HDJ 5000s finally cracked in the headband. And it was just the rubber, but, you know, a little gaff tape and they'll still work. And I'll still they, use They've them. been out of production for about 15 years, and I'm not yep. exaggerating. Yep. No, they I were, got- I have a pair. They're awesome. Yeah, I got them in '98 with with my CDJ 700s and 500 mixer. Actually, they've probably been out of production for even longer. Now that I think of it, well, yeah, no, for like 18 years they've been out. Really? Wow. Yeah. Okay. So you know, but the most recent purchase that we were all discussing, and I showed off a moment ago, is I bought a set of um, Ape Lab cans. Nice. And and the price was ridiculous. There was there was no way to turn it down because of the price. And at the same yeah. time with, without being able to touch it, without being able to see it, without being able to, you know, make sure they all worked and all that. Oh God, I was just going nuts. But, you know, in the end, I kind of made the decision because I realized worst case scenario, I could get my money back out of them because somebody will buy them for what I bought them for. And go. also if you have any trouble you have the collective wisdom of the group here. If it's technical in nature, like electronic, you got me. Mm-hmm. And yep. if you need to know how to use them, Brian is like a freaking savant. Yeah. Well, you know, to, to Bill's point, I understand what he's saying. I, I can remember 
buying like cheap color television sets and they'd blow up and I get so disappointed. So I went to like the high end stereo store and I ordered this Panasonic 27 inch, you know, it was, Oh, you got the big screen, right? It was, it was a flat tube screen. (laughs) I paid dearly for it. Yeah. And, but then I I was so annoyed because it wouldn't die. So I could upgrade to an Mm -hmm. LCD TV, 15 years later because the damn thing was just too good so now it's like you know what i want to buy television sets at walmart always and hope they blow up so i can upgrade to the next one that's going to come out next year because mm-hmm. not like the old days but yeah I, to bill's point i i get it and i get a lot of djs who come to me with things and they'll ask me first question i saw your video on this thing what do mm-hmm. you really think of it yeah i love that what do you think? Do you really? Well, you know, that? I totally lied in the video, so I'll tell you uh, yeah, what I yeah. really think now. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I, that's, <laughs> that's what I thought. That's why you saw the damn thing. Um, and then, and, really but, then but then they'll start like hammering me with what I can only describe as objections. Well, it's pretty small. What if somebody would walk away from it? What's preventing someone to walk away from it? Well, what would you do if you were in this situation? Well, you know what? I don't know if it doesn't work for this long. Then you know I made a bad. It's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. what if I have two hundred okay. people at the wedding? I, I, I'm sorry, you have me confused with a retail salesperson. I'm not here to talk you into a purchase, right? I, I'm only here to, you know, if you want to know what I have, I'm happy mm-hmm. to. I showed you a video on it. Now you're wasting my time trying to get me to sell you this thing. Like I'm getting commission on the damn thing. Exactly. Uh, people are weird like that. Sometimes people just need reassurance. Oh, that, and. Uh, I know. I, 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 I feel, of, uh, oh, I'm sorry, John. Go ahead. That's the, that's the level of trust you instill in people. Like we did the video, and he's got it in his hands. I know. Makes me feel great. <laughs> yeah. Like 45 minutes later, you're like, are we done? Yeah, as ahead, far Bill. as as far as the right. Bill, Bill had something like, to say. It doesn't quick, matter honey. how small something is. My very first lesson was, you know, we left something unattended, and it was a Marshall amp. And they just picked it up and walked out with it. Now, mm-hmm. you're worried about an Ape Lab can light. I had a freaking Marshall. Well, do you know what I say to people? When they, when they say things like this to me, I'm like, maybe you ought to think about the clients you're working for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What kind of yeah. parties are you doing, dude? Yeah, Dude, this is like an auto salvage yard in Wisconsin. I can tell you right now, I'm an authority now after 20 hours. Don't leave your lighting around. Yeah. It, I couldn't it, have said that last week, but after killing off a weekend doing nothing, Netflix and I are going to take a little break. I swear to God, Bill, you're going to get a word in eventually. That's Give okay. One more time. I went, well, and I was going to jump in on, on, on what you were saying about the videos, and, and this will tie in since I didn't get to say anything about liking videos either. I am notoriously bad at liking videos, um, just as bad as I am at liking posts. You know, it, it, it sometimes mm-hmm. I'll just, I'll be like, oh, yeah, that's really cool. And I keep on scrolling, and then I'm like, oh, I forgot to like that, and I have to go back and like it. But I watched your video on the APX. 12 yeah um go just a couple of days ago because it also was available at a really good price and i just wanted to reassure myself that that was perhaps a a a choice worth making brand new they're at a stupid good price yeah like 250 bucks right um yeah and and um 
you know, so I went back through and was watching the video and I looked and I was like, oh my gosh, I didn't like this video the first three times I watched it. <laughs> <laughs> Why would I like it now? But, waiting for the director's cut. <laughs> it, in the end, I did not end up buying this because the seller was honest and said that both had problems with the highs, um, which is interesting based on your video. Um, but so yeah, I think it, they're it pretty was, good. I mean, yeah, you know, it, yeah. To me, crap it sounds in, crap operator out. Operator error. That's just audio. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, these operator were a demo. Error. They yeah. were they were a demo. Huh. Yeah. So yeah, somebody somebody int- probably intentionally did something they shouldn't have. Mm. Yeah. But no, it, it, you know, I I really think that having people you trust as resources and Brian, I've watched your videos more than once in making decisions. Yeah. I've gone to some of Jay's videos and the demo videos, but I mean, you know, there's other people too, but oftentimes you find a resource you trust and you use it. And that's kind of why I thought this was a good topic. Cause I think as a group, mm-hmm. there are, are good resources available through DJ and TV. I can also, promise you this. Also, if there's problems with the tweeters, you go back to one of Brian's older videos mm, where he's outside in the back of his truck <laughs> smoking a cigarette, <laughs> putting the new driver on the tweeters, <laughs> and they sound better than they were new. Yeah. I'll tell you what, what I what I really am cautious about, and I have been cautious about for the 15 years I've been doing this crap. And and I'm not perfect at this, but I'm very <laughs> cautious crap. about it. Is I try not to show you guys anything that I think is crap. And right. if I think something's right. crap, it just takes up room in my house. And right. I, I, I make enemies this way from companies. They just don't like me or don't want to work with me or have bad things to say about me. But I'd rather have that than tell you something's cool that's not or do a video on a company's product and say it's crap. And that does the company no good. You know what I mean? So I'm only trying to show you things that maybe they aren't for me, but I, I, I can see how they'd be useful for someone. And without giving a review, I try to be as forthcoming as I can about the product where I might give you a suggestion as to how you might use the product. Would you use it for a Ted Nugent concert? Probably not. No. You know, could, could you use it for making general announcements at a wedding? Yeah, you could do that. So it's those sort of things that I, I right. try very hard to it, do. It's that real world. The, the viewer. Right. It's the real world opinion. And I mm-hmm. stole that from your videos of, hey, this is this thing and this is how I could do it. And this is what you can use it for. And, you know, famously, one of my, I think, second or third ah. videos I ever did was a vlog. And I took my Revo 3 because I was in a brown space on a stage with brown walls and brown ceiling and brown everything, but I had a white background. Right. And I took the Revo 3, and instead of pointing it out where it would do nothing, I put it on the ground, pointed up, and I credit you in the video, and I go, hey, Brian, this is a Brian S. Thread trick. Check it out. Look what I'm doing. And the lights are killing it behind me. Oh, yeah. The little lights pointed out. I think I had, like, literally park hands on the speaker stands just in sound active. Mm Mm-hmm. I think, I think when it's done right, it's a learning process. Mm-hmm. And I certainly am <laughs> proud of getting comments every day 
Thank you so much. You saved me so much time, bro. You rock. On a video I did nine years ago. The only place where it gets spacey on my end is I've pretty much established I'm the pioneer DJ guy. Right. When people go, man, I loved your video on the XZ. I see you use it all your gigs. You've used it for two years. How is it compared to the Rain One? And I have to come back and say, <laughs> I don't know. And I don't want to look at a lot. To, I, I, I don't know. Because I'm yeah. not some loudmouth from New Jersey, so I don't want to look like. Oh, did I do it again? And... <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, there, there's more money for somebody. Or any shots, fu- shots fired. No shots, no shots fired. fired. And a loudmouth from anywhere. Yeah. No, 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 no. And New Jersey and or anywhere else by that. for that matter. It's like I want to be clear. Else. There's no disrespect by me saying anything like that. I it's know. just a joke. If I had an I issue. And there That's was money involved and sponsorship right. involved. I'd go to his boss and just pull the mm-hmm. money in sponsorship. Yeah, that I'm not kidding about. There's, but there's, so anyway, there's, there's no better place to air grievances than on Howie's hangout. I think show. so. Yeah, right. This is where I push Howie to the side and go. So another thing, yeah, not a problem. No, I, I agree. I agree with a lot. I got, I got five thousand listeners on my podcast, so go, go for oh. it. Yeah. <laughs> no, it, I think it's. I think it's what you can take from it, and I think oftentimes it's very hit and run. I've I've sat in the mm-hmm. driveway with an iPad, doing work on the car, watching the video. A hundred times, and I may not have. Yeah, yeah. I've literally stood like, Mm -hmm. okay, oh, oh, that spring for the emergency brake goes like that on the drum brake. Damn it! Hold on, pause, put the spring on. Look, go, look, go. You know, and it's yeah. I think it's just one of those things we take for granted that we have Mm -hmm. this option. Christian Pulse and I were talking tonight about if you guys didn't know this, twenty twenty one was the highest sale of album and CDs in like 20 years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like CDs and albums like vinyl are coming back big time mm-hmm. because of, I don't know, throwback or history or people are weird or I don't know why, but it's this huge resurgence. And I said to him, remember the day when you would show up at an event and someone would say, you have to play this one song and you didn't have it. And Mm -hmm. the logic was the reason I'm here two hours early is because I can drive over to Tower Records, (laughs) buy Mm -hmm. it, and drive back. Or call someone and be like, you have to go to to the Best Buy and get this. It's interesting. I think think we read the same article that that they're buying the older stuff is selling more than the new. Yeah, way up. And and I can I can attest to that because I'm one of those that's buying some of the older stuff. When Lori says, "Oh, I love this song," or she sends me a song, "Oh, this reminds me of this and this," and I remember this from college, and and I'm like, boom! I go to Amazon and I buy the CD. I don't buy the download because it's a lower quality. I'll buy the CD and burn it at three twenty, and then I own it. Well, you to, know? To, to Bill's point, back to Bill's point. I mean, I, I think that, <laughs> sorry, it happens. Squirrel. Hey. Oh, Bill's oh, right the fear, there. The fear of missing out, we're going back to, yes. Is Bill, is Bill still here? Bill's still here. Hey, he's still here. Oh, okay. I'm waiting on this one too, so, all right. Go ahead, right. No, go ahead, John. I, I was just trying to bring it back around, and, and I, no, I it's, uh, so go. Wait. Yeah, you derail it, did I? <laughs> never. You never. never. <laughs> a little bit. Just a little bit. 
No, for, for buying gear, I mean, you, you, usually the rule is, am I going to love it in a year? You know, if it doesn't age out and it doesn't start looking like old technology, you know, I bought stuff that I thought was going to be awesome, not naming brands, just and you get it and you try it three different places. You're like, I can't get a look. And then you buy something as a one-off and like, let's see what happens. And it lights the seal on the walls. And you're like, this, I can do this with it now. And it's mm-hmm. now it's in now it's in the arsenal, you know, and then you build and you keep getting mm-hmm. more and more and more. It's but I, I generally don't jump at stuff the minute it comes out because you know, mm-hmm. too new that whole thing. And a lot of a lot of DJ steps like let's let's have the tried and true, let's get some consumer reports, let's get some uh some press data before we, we buy something big. Um mm-hmm. but but that but that's it, you know. But if something really strikes you and you just have to have it, you know, bite the bullet. Go get last it. Week, last week, I actually did a video where I was talking about sell it before you buy it. And what I was talking about with yeah. that is how with add-ons, for instance, a lot mm-hmm. of people like a lot of people ask about, you know, photo booth, fog machines, gobo projectors and things like that. I need to buy this because I can upsell it kind of thing. So they, right. they, they get themselves excited about a purchase thinking that they're going to profit from it when no one's ever even asked for this service or this item or this upsell. So my suggestion was, why don't you get a client interested in the product first, introduce them to the concept of it. And if Mm -hmm. they like it, then maybe make the investment. Cause if you can sell to one person, chance you can sell somebody else, but it reminded me something I wanted to incorporate into that somehow, but I wasn't able to is a quote from Frank Lloyd Wright of all people who said, don't keep anything in your house that you don't either find beautiful or useful. Mm. And I think, you know, when mm-hmm. it comes to making purchases for what we do, I like that. And, and I would interchange beautiful with perhaps effective. <laughs> there are so many things that you can buy that you're just not gonna, how much crap do you have in your house? Right. There's stuff you bought for DJ purposes that you don't use. It's well, not like only, a good idea. only because it's aged out my my thoughts and this has a lot to do with your way of thinking brian is the the company says this light is made for this mm. effect and i'm like i'm calling bs on that if it doesn't do two or more things i'm not buying it I, yeah, I'm not yeah. going to buy it for just one thing. L- going back to what Jay said. Oh, wait, I could put this Revo 3 behind me. Oh, okay. Wow. Well, in in you know. this case, with, with the ape cans, I'm thinking to myself, I would think that Bill's, the easiest reasoning I use for buying these, if I were Bill, would be to ask myself, will this make my life easier? Mm-hmm. Oh, and absolutely. if the answer is yes, pull the trigger right now. For sure. That's yeah. the right well, purchase for you. Well, you did pull the trigger, didn't you? If it's oh, gonna yeah. make your life easier yeah. and, and be beautiful, do that. And yeah, and if, if it's gonna make your life harder, like some big con, you know, contraption you have to set up in store. People ask about the love letters all the time. Hey, buy those yeah. damn things when someone asks for them. Until that time, you don't want those things sitting in your house taking up space. Or find a good company to rent them from. Right. Right. So, <laughs> as needed, as per needed, daily doses. Does it, does it make your life easier, yeah. better? Is it going to make the client experience better? Or is it just going to be like, whatever, it's a light, who cares? But it, yeah, I mean, I've been using this stuff for going on four years now. And 
Mm-hmm. Jeez, I, I, I love it. I don't want anything. Else. Yeah. I'm not but, sitting here pruning for anything else lighting wise. Cause this is the mm-hmm. thing. But that's, that I think, and you have the right vision. When I bought speakers years ago, I didn't buy them with a time frame. I bought them right, as these right. are my speakers. And then when right. one blew, I replaced them. They'd done. Mm-hmm. I think I figured out my Yamaha's did over 800 gigs. And then mm-hmm. I got, you know, I, when one went bad, I figured, you know what? It's like tires. If the right tire goes, the mm-hmm. left tire might go. So I should probably replace both tires. So if well, one what, speaker what, what, went, you know, and I, but I didn't buy my JBLs with a time frame of, I've got to replace these in five years. Lighting is mm-hmm. a funny thing. Well, I, I wanted to those, interrupt you just for a second because I wanted to address something you had said. Bill, what was the, you had some really good phrases there. One of them had something, uh, something to do with fear of better options. Or fear, fear of better fear options. Of better options. Yeah. That's the one. And that's the one I would point to you for those speakers. Because I told you about those Evolve 50s and you looked at me like I had four heads. And so no, you no, no, no. For yourself. But I mean, I bought the JBLs in July of 2010. The Evolve 50s weren't out yet. I understand that. But when so I told you I, about the Evolve 50s, you're like, yeah, whatever. No, no, no. And you were right. <laughs> but first, there I was, was. Also, I mean, I'll, full disclosure, there was also a contractual agreement that I had right. at the time where I couldn't do a my, video. My, 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 my point being on that. Second, I got the green light. Guess what? I got the Evolve 50s. Because, be, but my point being is because you experienced them. Oh, yeah. So but you no, had no. no fear of improvement once you understood that it was an improvement. No, no, no. And I had no doubts about your opinion. But like everything else, it is so much different when one. And this is why I argue with my company and other companies about trade shows. And I say, I'm a very hands-on buyer. Like, I will go to a guitar center back in the day to see something, pick it up, feel it, touch it, and go, oh, yes, I will spend $1,000 on this now. Mm -hmm. Versus going to Amazon going, oh, it's $1,800? Yeah. It shocks me how quickly consumers will purchase things with no understanding about it, no touching it, no seeing it. Like, I walked in and raved about the Ape Lab lighting, raved about it when we went and did the chill room now exactly two years ago. Right. Exactly two years ago. Almost, yeah. Well, almost, I mean, saying, you know. Within weeks, yeah. And I I was shocked. Now, I had seen your videos. I respect you. I respect your opinion. I rarely question it. And, And I was like... Oh my God, they're even better than Brian described them. <laughs> right. They really I, are. I try to underpromise and overdeliver. And well, that you did in that case, well. and I could not stop mm-hmm. talking. I did a video and everything about like you have no idea how amazing these things look. Yeah. So, but it's still that we all need that little handheld thing sometimes, and so I certainly respect and yeah. understand where Bill's coming from. Right. I I spent a year in two thousand online found the pioneer dj forms no 2002 found the forms because i was going solo and i wanted the best mixer i could find i went to two or three dealers and then i started going on to the interweb and looking around and i bought the pioneer djm 3000 and i showed up at my first wedding gig and there was a dj in the room next to me and he walked in and looked and said are you kidding i'm like what He's using the Newmark CDN88 with a CMX100. The CMX100 was 150 bucks. 
the CDN88s were like, I don't know, 200 bucks. Yeah. My mixer was like 11 or $1,200. His, it, it's showing up at the car rally going, hey, I just got this Subaru. Hey, I got a Toyota. I have a Lamborghini Gallardo. Oh my God. Like that's the yeah. greatest thing. Like, but I wanted you like the like having your car best. in the shop. They're awesome. Yeah. It took me a year to make the purchase because I had to answer all the questions mm -hmm. of FOBO and FOMO and everything else. Like, is this going to be a regret? And it was the greatest thing I could have done yeah. because it gave me a sense of I'm using such great technology and I can do so much with it sure. that I'm better for it. Well, just like Bill, I mean, I would rather see Bill be cautious. Oh, I would too. About a purchase yeah. than be full-hearted about it. No, well, but, but you, but you can his, go extreme on each way. I understand that. But, but to his credit, though, yeah. he asked both of us. Yes, he did reach out. And he, he did, did reach out. He, he did. So he I, did I didn't his due, fast what do they call apparently. it? Due diligence. Right. When yeah. it sounds, I don't know, and I don't want him to disclose on air. It sounds like he bought it off an end user, got uh -huh. an incredible price. It yeah. wasn't like he, he went to a storefront and paid sure. retail. Sure. No, uh, but still paid uh, presumably a lot of money. The will, W well, app, the W app alone was was that's I said buy it even if yeah. that's the only thing that works. <laughs> yeah, right now. I mean, I, I, yeah, I'm not gonna disclose the whole the exact no, no, number no. Or, the, yeah, or, yeah, or exactly no. the source, but I did get them. At, I didn't buy them from an end user. I bought them from a retailer that was using them as demos. Oh, okay. Um, so you, you got a very good deal on them. It yeah. sounds like you did. Yeah. You really did. And 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 when the show's over, I will spec out the power supply for you, and you can have it in two days from Amazon. Yeah, okay. You well, because I I found it on on uh, on one of our sponsors' websites. What? Oh, you're going to buy the exact manufacturer one? I was going to. Yeah, but we'll see. Okay. Should Some people do that. that. It's totally unnecessary. But if you want to do that, that's fine. Yeah, we'll 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 talk. I know a switch mode power supply is a switch mode power supply. Right. You know. Sorry to sorry to interrupt, Chuck. No, you're not. What, do you, what? You, I am. Do you, <laughs> do you have a game plan with the lighting? Did you look yeah. at it as it's a long term purchase or it's a this oh. is the flavor of the day? Because lighting is a funny thing. I went yeah, three yeah. or four years with the Revo three going. This is my lighting. It looks awesome. And after mm -hmm. about two years, I started getting the voice in the head going, dude, like if you get return customers, which I started to get, like mm -hmm. your sister gets married and you're like, you show up like, ta-da, look, it's all the same. And I became kind of stuck on, oh no, lighting should change. Lighting should wow. be, like your sound is sounds great, you stick with it. Your facade looks good, you stick with it. Lighting is one of those variables that, you know, do well, you... Do you venture into new territory because you want to have a different appearance? Well, here, I'm actually, good. I'd like to have a different appearance. I'd like to get that light you have behind you. The atmospheric, you, the yeah, 10 year old yeah. atmospheric RG. Yeah. Frank, I, I, would, I would argue a, that. To quote Frank Lloyd Wright, television is chewing gum for the eyes. I would, I would, I would. <laughs> Not to out, be outdone.
when it comes to lighting. I see what you did there. It's trying. Uh, when he when it uses he's these trying. Guys, he tries, he tries so hard. <laughs> Keep going. It's cute. Keep going. It's so cute. Uh, so what I was gonna say is, I mean, to, to just arbitrarily change something, I don't think is wise. I think to make an improvement is. So if you yes. can make an improvement yes. on something, no, and, and change it. But if you can't improve it, leave it alone. Oh yeah, no, I yeah. agree with you. Yeah, and yeah. and to your comment earlier about looking forward, and I did a video years ago, and you and I have talked about this, so it's not. I'm not going after what you said as much as the reality. I got into upletting simply by calling clients for the next summer. Mm -hmm. So like in October, calling my summer clients going, hey, just want to let you know, um, I'm getting uplighting, uplighting. This is now 14 years ago. Right. Yes, it's um, I put a single color of light up on the walls. I'll have six of them. And it'll be like, if you want blue, it'll accent the room. You can back off on flowers. It's, I'm going to be charging $50 a light, so it's $300. But since you've already signed up with me, it would be only $200. Would you like that upgrade? Yes. And after the 10th client, I had no issue going to Atlantic City and Paid spending $1,000 for the next summer's worth of lighting. And I'm like, I'm already sure. up a grand. What anyone yeah. likes to Clients guess. have said they well, want that it. goes back to Brian's comment about Right. Sell it before you buy. That's what he's, that's oh, that's, what he's and that's my point. Testifying, yeah. like in church. Would yes. anyone yeah. like to guess? <laughs> would anyone like I'm to guess where I first Brian's, Brian's on fire true. tonight, isn't he? <laughs> would, would anyone like to guess where I first was introduced to the concept of uplighting? I know. I know you know. Does anyone else know? Why who? Jay, tell him. In July of 2008, Brian was standing out in front of the beautiful Holiday Inn on Tui Ave in Chicagoland. <laughs> I made a point of walking up to him because he had made fun of me in a video from Mobile Beat that year. Yeah, because in fun. my soccer mom mobile with a bald kid that looked like Mikey Mike a little bit. And I said, I know you, you're Brian S. Red. You made fun of me in a video. He's like, whoa, 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 what's going on? And I'm like, no, it was really funny. We start chit-chatting. He's like, hey, let's do a video. And we shot a video. And in it, I go, Blah, 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 uplighting. And Brian's like, what's uplighting? I, I had never heard that that term before. And I'm like, oh, we take a light, we put it on the wall, and it makes it blue or green or red. And he's like, no way. How, how I much? Took it, I, I went home and tried it. With some yeah, LED I'm cars. like $40 to $50 a light. Yeah, July of 2008. You called it architectural lighting beforehand. You just didn't call it uplighting, but you still had I wasn't concept, savvy right? enough to even pay attention to what that was. <laughs> no. But it's, but, you, but it's funny, you look at that and say, how far have we come? Like, I'm the first to admit, I have now six uplight, or I'm sorry, six moving heads. Okay. I have the two behind me, the two in the garage, and the two in the box. And I said eight, nine years ago, seven years ago, the up, what, moving heads for DJs? Are you high? Right. DJs will never use, and all of a sudden, it took like a year or two, and boom, trussing showed up. And all the stuff that we did in the Pioneer mm -hmm. DJ booth. And I'm like, wait a mm -hmm. second, you can't emulate this. And then it, that's when it dawned on me. I'm like, we do a trade show. We show up with a 40 by 40 with 18 60 inch monitors. We have mm -hmm. all these movers that were big movers, not the little ones, big ass movers. And mm -hmm. now mobile DJs show up, their game gets better. And now, boom, look at the lighting. He's got 12 battery operated lights. They can wirelessly control around a room. He's got 11. Incredible show with it on the music mode. 
I'll have twelve. Oh, I mean, <laughs> you, you have yeah. you have the Fresnel can... lenses as well, Bill. Uh, it came with both sets of lenses that came in the case. There's, there's th- oh, wait a minute, you're oh. right. There, are, you only get two sets of lenses. Yeah, yeah one with the fixture. You have to buy the ten degree. That's right. Yeah, yeah, you have to buy the ten degree. Yeah, the for and the ten degrees I saw were like twenty something a piece. Now, getting back, if I may, to uplighting, that yes. is actually decades old, but they oh, would yeah. never ever put that out, you know, among people because halogen. Yeah. But what they what they would use on stage, and I used them, you know, 25, 30 years ago, was that they had a halogen light in a fixture and they had scrolling. They actually had a motor scrolling, um, you know, uh, uh, filters, you know, uh, that would go along and right. change the light from red to green to blue. And then the motor would stop and it would it was like a square piece on top. Well, yeah. And it would go backwards, but only behind the band. Right. I think the the OGs out there will know what I'm talking about. But there was a time when when you ended your event, when you were done, you played the last song of the night. Thank you. Good night. You turn the light show off and you waited a half an hour for you. Oh, you had to. Oh, that stuff was hot. Oh, Oh, yeah. The, the concept of putting something on the ground where a child could touch it and burn themselves was out of the question. That wasn't even part of, of our question. universe or a, a conceived notion to do something. If you did it, oh. you were foolhearted. Well, uh, LED changed all that and made that possible. Listen, I, I'll, I'll, be, I'll be the first to admit, my first thought was not the safety of people. It was the cost of the halogen light. Back in the day, there were twenty or thirty dollars each, and if you moved that halogen light while it was still hot, it would break the filament, Mm -hmm. and you're out twenty, thirty bucks, which was a lot of money back then. Well, you know the other thing was, and and Bill remembers this. I know Bill does. You only had so much allocated power in a room so you can exactly run all of these lights you know if you put two what they, what would they call them like you know like a like a i don't know several hundred watt lamp i mean that we was that 500 was watt halogens in a par they, 16 they came, yeah. in, they came in 250 they came in 250 and 500 yeah. for you know and they and were you for now they called them for now lights right but do you remember when you could turn them howie you mm-hmm. could put you put yep. the bulb in this way, and if you reached yep. in and turned the bulb, yes, it went from like a straight line to like a twenty degree spread, yeah, yep. something. Mm-hmm. We nineteen ninety seven. Yep. I was using par sixty four five hundred watt halogens in a church, yep, yep. which That's was a nineteen oh seven built church called the Abbey, which was my office, and I my boss had said I have a photo here from a party. And they had two white beams going up the wall. And I'm like, oh, I can do that. And I didn't know what it was. So I went to San Diego Stage and Lighting. And I said, here's a photo. How do I do this? And the guy goes, oh, they probably just have par 64 halogens on the floor. Point them mm-hmm. up. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh. He goes, and if you want, you turn them. And now you get a different degree. And I don't mean turn mm-hmm. the physical light. I mean turn the light bulb and something mm-hmm. else inside. Because mm-hmm. and I talked about this with Brian Dowdle one time. I said, wouldn't it be cool if you could make an LED par can that had that old effect where it could be a beam of light or you could turn it 
somehow turn it and go to a 20, 30, 40 degree spread. But mm -hmm. you can. You just got to put a diffuser on the top of it now but and you can do the. Yeah, yeah they, right. They, uh, That's yeah. the workaround. Yeah. But yeah, I always thought it would be like, cool if yeah. somebody made a Parkan that had some sort of an internal diffuser set up within the LED lights themselves. So by turning it, you could adjust the spread. Because now you well, go you from could, a wash you do that. to a For beam. 60 bucks, you could do eight lights, put them in there permanently, and then turn them. Right, but I'm saying how you, you get to a wedding and you're like, oh, I have a column. Let me turn it this way. I have a beam of yeah, light. Oh, I have a wall. Yeah. Let me do this. Now I have this big... <laughs> you're not going to change it mid-gig because they're going to be 500 degrees when you go. Oh, they were so hot. <laughs> they were so no, no, no. I'm talking hot. about these days. For the LED no, lights, no. they have those filters. They're right. called... L LSF light shaping filters, and you can do that. You can have them permanently in there, and then turn that if you wish. But, oh, okay. I didn't realize. Oh, yeah. Around. There, it's sixty dollars, so, and you can do eight lights. I've got, I've got yeah. rolls of that stuff. Yeah, I got I a roll. I got a couple of rolls of that. Yeah, I got the dollar store version of that stuff. So, oh, I got uh, it from Jay. Oh, is that the one that makes your color, your black and white, a color TV too? Yeah. Well, there's Jay's diffuser. Yep. But yeah, you, you, know, you, think I'm, you think I'm kidding? This is what's sitting in front of a Chave yeah. Freedom Par, and I'll show you because this is without. Yeah, and this you is did that with. before. Yep. Yeah. Well, I'm working on the Red's intro series, smoking a cigarette, cooking salmon, changing out a voice coil on a JBL. So to oh, answer right. Jay's yeah, question, right. yes, if it, Jay, Jay said, you know, did, did I have a purpose for them? Um, these will technically be my fourth brand of uplights that I've gone through over the years. I started um, because I won a four pack of uh, the American DJ uh, Mega Par profiles the first year they came mm -hmm. out. I won a four pack mm -hmm. of those at Expo. I bought four more um, mm -hmm. at Expo. Came back, thought I need twelve. Eight, eight's not enough. Twelve gives you you know enough around a room. Mm -hmm. So I bought four more. Um, my next event with them. Like I used them on a couple weddings, but then at one point I had an event. I needed 20. So I went out and bought up, got myself up to 20. Um, mm -hmm. I sold those four years later and, or no, I didn't sell those. I kept those, but four years later, I ended up buying the uh, um, ecstatic, the, the, who makes them pro X. The Pro X Ecstatics, um, also a plug-in light, but it had amber and white on board. Mm -hmm. And and I ended up with uh, twelve of those. Have still have those. It was four years ago that I sold the Megapar profiles and bought the, my Blizzard LB uh, Hex unplugs. See the and, nice thing that you have here is now that you have the W app you can mix all them together. So if you wanted them all to be a certain color, you can do yeah. that. Yeah. And, but yeah. the reason I got these specifically, the cans is mm -hmm. because of the fact that they have the option of a, of a much wider spread. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. I, I've said this before. One of the venues I'm at a lot is a, is a semi-permanent tent um, by that meaning it is a permanent tent. It's just, they take, you know, it can come down. I've seen those before. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. So yeah. 
you know, it's on concrete. It's got big steel beams for, Mm -hmm. you know, the uprights and everything. And Mm -hmm. so you, I end up placing the uplights at the steel beams. But now what I can do is I can have my unplugged at the steel beams and they've got a 15 degree throw and I can put these in the middle of the 12 foot wide tent panels. Yes. Mm -hmm. And now I've got, you know, even if I want, they can be contrasting colors. I I can do a lot more with this now. I think you have more fun with them. Just, just creating patterns with them. Yeah. Well, yeah, they're you, dope lights. They really are lights. Your yeah. your um, use of them behind you uh, on on a video at that school. Yeah, that, yeah. The glass yeah. wall. That's fun. yeah. Yeah, Brian. Brian's the just, master of the remote control on that. He really the is. Damn thing in the world, just push button. <laughs> by by the way, happens. Bill, that that light show was so amazing. The client hired somebody else for their gig the other night. So I'm just saying. And I did like that video. <laughs> oh, too, that was very kind of you to like the video. I liked yes. it too. You couldn't come up with a Latin phrase, so you just decided to throw them under the bus instead of over. Well, Frank Lloyd Wright said, the present is ever-moving okay. shadow that divides yesterday from tomorrow. Frank Lloyd Wright put in his grave tonight. Wow. Here's, here's a quote from Frank Lloyd Wright. What are you talking about? Brennan's a butthead. How's that? Uh, actually, Buildings, two are children original, of earth and sun. Speaking of the original Frank Lloyd Wright quote that was brought up during this show, um, that was the beginning of the rapid increase in divorce rates. <laughs> well, all right. Go good now, Brian. This is a good place to wrap the show, Howard. Let's <laughs> <laughs> wrap it I, before I, I get uh, started. I have no idea what John is going to title us. I'm going to break but, up my audience. Um, Rambling. Sounds like a John problem. Fed crackers. And ginger ale. Crackers and ginger ale solve all the problems in the world. Four crackers. Yeah. <laughs> I can see the flags now. All right. Thank you all for being here tonight. And if you have any show ideas, put them in the comments when this we'll goes derail up. It. Probably in July when this show hits uh, YouTube. Yeah. And we'll be happy yeah. to help you out. So until then, good night. Uh,